Okay, welcome back to Just Talking. Today we've got a secret drug tunnel. The Pope is completely not popular at all. A food truck wins the day. Happy headlines. The Laura Buxton story and bucket list items. Let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Come on in here. Let's talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's discuss this. Okay, everyone, thank you for joining. Just to let you know, Katie is hungover, and she said she's going to do this episode just in grunts and moans. I had to drag her from the couch because we've done three weeks in a row, and I don't want to stop because once we stop, then we take like six-month breaks. That's the that's the history we have. So how are you, Katie? Hmm. <laughs> she is sitting here. She has her childhood blankie wrapped around her shoulders because she's a bag Don't of sadness. It it's my it's my childhood, adulthood, just my whole life blankie blanket. Sorry. It's your comfort blanket. Yes, it is. I was gonna my security blanket. Security blanket. I did a I did a documentary on Courtney's blankie when she was in college. I Oh, sorry, I we're talking to other people. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to say, I know that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jimmy, I know I've seen it. Um, it's called Blanky. I think it's on Vimeo. But I was doing a lot of research at that time. And it, it, I, there was all these stats over who who has security items from birth and why, why do they keep them and stuff like that. Emotionally, uh, well, I don't want to say that about Courtney, but for myself, I think a key factor in why I have my blanket is because I have anxiety <laughs> and it makes me feel safe when I'm home. It's and it's the one object where, and I genuinely have had this thought on numerous occasions. It's the one item that if I were in that scenario where my house was burning down and I had to pick one item to save, it would be my blanket. What if I was there sleeping? You're not an object, though. You're a person. You can What if I lost yourself. all my limbs and was also a vegetable from a terrible car accident? Wait. What? How did it even take this turn? That doesn't... Okay, so I'm laying there. I'm laying there. I'm a vegetable because I've been in a terrible car accident, but I'm at home because somehow we have a ton of money, and your blankie's on the bed, and there's a fire, and you have to save one thing. Is it my lifeless, brainless body, or is it the blankie? <laughs> I would wrap you in the blankie and carry you out like a like a mother with her baby, you know, in those slings. I would make my blanket into a sling. I think you got to let me die. Move on with your life. Keep blankie. That's fucked up. I'm a vegetable. I mean, do you talk? No, I can't even think. Yeah, but that's a terrible way to die. You don't know what vegetable means? I wouldn't yeah. be able to feel anything. All right. You would. We just don't know that you would or wouldn't. I have hellos and intros. Then I have Katie hungover on the list of things to talk about. Why are you so hungover, Katie? Do you want to tell them? After work, I was going to have my one free beer with my dinner. And then that turned into another beer. And that turned into me joining the 99 beer club at work. <laughs> so I've tried. I've checked off two beers so far. And then a group of us were like, Let's go out. That'll be fun. And then kind of drunk, Katie was like, I need friends. These people are really nice and they're cool. And I don't want to seem like a, like, a, like a weirdo by saying no. So naturally, I got up on my chair and I started shouting from the rooftops, we're going out. And we did. And it was silly. It was lame. We went to a bar. Not hanging out. Those, 
the people I hung out with were really nice. They're really cool. They probably won't listen to this. You don't have to butter them up. No, but I'm I'm being honest. It wasn't oh, okay. them. We just like it wasn't like I. It, we went to like this bar that had a DJ, and there was it's a Monday night. There were like twenty people there, and also like bars aren't fun anymore. So I'd much rather like hang out with those same people, but just at like a quiet bar or like a normal volume bar. I never liked I never liked clubby bars like loud bars with music. Um, from like college on, I would just never ever enjoy them. I like big bars when like you're just standing around talking, but if it's a dance floor and a lot of music. I never liked those. And I was always like the party pooper. And now I think I'm finally, I've come to the age where I'm allowed to not like those. Yeah. And people don't think, I, the- people don't think I'm a party pooper. <laughs> it's just I'm old enough now. We're like, nope, not my scene. It was never, ever my scene. I hate, I hate blaring loud music. And then everyone's just screaming over each other. Yeah. I, I like dancing. Like I'll, I like to go out and dance every once in a while, but not in like a clubby setting. I don't really know. It's going to sound weird, but like my mom used to take us out to like restaurants, my friends and I, <laughs> this is actually really weird, used to take us out to restaurants and we do at like Greek restaurants and we'd go the night that they have live bands and we'd go do Greek dancing together. What does that do? What's Greek dancing? It's like... Stand up and do it's it. It's like square dancing, but Greek dancing. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we moved houses. We're moved from our back house <laughs> to a big house. That's been fun. And uh, then tomorrow we are waking up and leaving at like six in the morning to go fly to California. And we have the craziest week ahead of us because we have to pack up all our stuff, put it in a pod, which we don't have coming yet. We need to do that today. We have to sell our my car. Your car's sold already. We have, we're hosting two events. I'm hosting an event for Talking Yanks listeners at the Coliseum. And then we're hosting a goodbye lunch. And we got to pack up everything, and then it's going to be a crazy, crazy week. I don't know if we'll be able to do it just talking next week. I hope, but I can imagine uh, we may be too busy, and I'm too scared to even make Katie sit down. I wasn't scared to make you sit down and do this hungover, but if we're in the middle of moving our lives, this is your turn to talk now. (laughs) You forgot that you're you're on the other end of the I didn't forget. I just, my brain isn't working. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's going to be really crazy. Um, After... A night of drinking last night. I literally had three drinks. Mm, Maybe three drinks and a shot. And it makes me think, I don't want to drink anything for our going. We're having our going away picnic, party, whatever you want to call it, at uh, a winery. So that's going to be fun. I'll probably be the DD if that's an option. No, you'll be fine then. This is a classic. You're hungover now. Are you worried at all uh, that when we go back, here's what's going to happen. It's going to happen to both of us. We're going to step off the plane and we're going to feel the air in California and it's going to feel different because it always feels different every place you go. And it's going to be the first time you're like, it's going to be, it's going to feel like coming home for you. And then we're going to drive through Pleasanton and go to the house and everything's going to be so familiar and feel so great that it's probably going to be a whirlwind of emotions for you. This is your first big move. I'm, I'm immune to moving. I moved five times my whole life. Um, yeah, I, I can already see like just thinking about those scenarios and actually getting off the plane and going home. I've been thinking about it a lot in the past couple weeks. And I get emotional just, like, picturing it. I mean, I'm already a really emotional person. I cry at commercials. I 
to be honest, I cried anything. What if you saw an old man wandering lost in the street? Jimmy, you know what would happen. <laughs> I'd fall to my knees and just cry. Um, yeah, mo- like moving to Rome, I was really emotional. And that was really hard to take it. That was like my first temporary but big move away from my family. And that was really hard. I didn't cope well with it. <laughs> well, that's what we Because I came back after six months. Um, but this is different. I'm, I think this is different. I know I'm going to be really emotional, but not for the same reasons. I'm, I'm going to be sad to say goodbye to my family and to be far away from them. But I know that it's not out of reach to go visit them or for them to come visit me. Like they're yeah, already gonna, coming to visit in, my parents are already coming to visit in October, which is great. And, and then so we're going to go back for Thanksgiving and then we're going back for Thanksgiving. So, and so then Courtney and Ritzy are coming here for Christmas. So yeah, we have a lot of things lined up. Yeah, we have a lot. So, and, and it helps a lot that your parents are here and your grandma's here. Like I, you know, my I grandma, like, AKA your best friend, AKA my best friend, my gal pal. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like I'm really lucky. I've got family here, too. So, Cool. Well, we'll see how we feel next week. I think it's going to be emotional. And I just think there's this weird thing that happens. Like, if I go to Illinois and go to my old town during the summer, I will, like, get this sense of um, belonging. Even though I lived there for three years, I have no real connection besides a couple friends I have left. Like, I don't, I don't want to live in Illinois ever. But just because I grew up there and then like the summer air and it, everything smells or feels different, and then you're like, oh shit, I remember this. This was nice. I, I grew up like this. Same if I could go back to Connecticut, I'd feel that way too. But I feel it everywhere. So You feel that in California? Yeah. I just said that. Um, like a California summer night r- riding around with the windows down when you have that like crisp breeze going. I love that. Same yeah, with some of the really food. Nice. I do miss the cool nights. Yeah, the cool nights. Yeah, there's things you love about everywhere that you've lived, and then there's things you don't. That's Although we get we get cool breezes at night here. We're gonna get fall soon. I'm so excited. Okay, let's move on to our stories. Uh, we have like three stories today. Then we have the bucket list. Then we have happy headlines. Ready? A secret tunnel was discovered under an old KFC KFC building in Arizona, and it was used for smuggling drugs. Secret tunnels, is there anything cooler? I don't think so. I, secret tunnels are my jam. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine anyone hears about a secret tunnel and they're like... Eh, whatever. Yeah, it's... Heard, inst- I've heard that one before. It's instant tell me more. So it <laughs> went underneath the border. It went underneath someone a house in Mexico's bedroom, like under the bed, and then to a KFC on the other side, the guy who owned the KFC ran the tunnel. It's... It's uh, two the length of two football fields long. Wow. There's videos of it if you want to go look at it. It's pretty cool. So the way it says they uh, they pulled this guy over, and then the dogs smelled something. So they checked his toolboxes, and in there was a shitload of drugs. 118 kilograms of meta, uh, methamphetamine, 6 grams of cocaine, 3 kilograms of fentanyl, 13 kilograms of white heroin, and six kilograms of brown heroin. The fentanyl alone equaled three million dosage units. So it was a fuck ton of drugs. They think it was cartel. It's in Arizona, but like this definitely they write it as if it was just a routine traffic stop, and then they checked the toolboxes. But no, this had to be a someone had to rat this dude out. He owned the KFC. Pretty crazy tunnel though. And then here's the fat. Here's the fun fact. 
It's uh, 22 feet deep, 590 feet long. And then it said this, in the last 28 years, over 200 tunnels running across the U.S.-Mexico border have been discovered despite them costing traffickers $100,000. That's a ton of tunnels. That is a lot of tunnels. Do you think that all these drug traffickers are just like fucking laughing their butts off when Trump says we got to build a wall? Like, <laughs> yo, man, we go under. <laughs> Not over. <laughs> you got to build an underground wall to stop us. That's pretty funny. I mean, how, how much how much money... Because I, I don't know how to phrase this. My brain's not working. But looking at these pictures, I would not go in these tunnels. I would be so afraid. They're just so small. Well, what if you were like, hey, build this tunnel, transport this just drug me. money for us. We'll give you money or we'll kill you because we're the cartel. Kill me. No, you're lying. Kill me. I'm not going in that tiny space. I will have a panic attack. And then, yeah. Remember the uh, El Chapo tunnel when he escaped prison for the second time? And it was like a tunnel like that, but they put a little like dolly path on it so he could just sit on a car and like roll down it and like pull himself on a string system. Jimmy, why would I remember that? It was big, big, big news story. El you know Chapo I escaped live prison. You know I live under a rock. Well, now you don't because we're just talking and you learn these things. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, El Chapo like would hire Berkeley grads and nice. USC grads, like uh, engineers, to build his tunnels. Wow, that's pretty cool. Good for him. Good for the college grads going straight into the drug game. Well, they're not really in the drug game because they're not smuggling drugs. They're just building tunnels. Yeah. Could be for, for drug lo- Yeah. Could be smuggling kids or girls. On that note. <laughs> All right. On that note. Let's get on over to the people. Yeah. This problems. one. Okay. So this is an interesting story for me. Uh, I don't know. It's not really your usual thing. The Pope just isn't popular at all anymore. So listen to these numbers. They had a big papal mass in um, Ireland, big Catholic state, used to be a big Catholic country. So they they prepared over 500,000 tickets for the mass. That's how many they made. Only 130,000 showed up. So less than half they were prepared to make showed up for this mass. These numbers are kind of staggering with just the decline of the Catholic Church. The, la- the last papal visit was 39 years ago, and an estimated 1 million people attended the Mass then. At the time, homosexuality, divorce, and abortion were all illegal in Ireland, and 100 million people attended the Mass. Today, the Prime Minister is a young, gay, child of Indian immigrant father and an Irish mother, and the average priest is 70 years old. In 1979, 33% of the population went to this thing. When the when the Pope came to Ireland, 33%, 1 million people showed up. There was only 3 million in Ireland in 1980. Isn't that crazy? That was pretty crazy. So now only 100 and whatever it was, uh, 30,000 showed up, and there's 4.8 million people in Ireland. So in 1979, 33% of the country showed up to the Pope's Mass, and in 2018, only 2.7%. That's only three decades and a huge, huge decline in the Catholic, the popularity of the Catholic Church in Ireland. Which I think this, I think this is a small sample of worldwide Catholicism going down. Mm-hmm. I agree. I was raised Catholic. I was confirmed, but I, I am a a firm non-believer in the Catholic Church. Yeah, I'm anti-Catholic Church. I'm not yeah. anti-Christianity. You can believe in whatever you want, but I'm anti. 
Catholic Church specifically. The organization. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's just years of abuse, corruption, corruption, and abuse from the oldest people. Like there's more stings coming out now than ever. Yeah. So, but I thought that was that's staggering. The Catholic Church has to be worried about that. It doesn't seem like they're worried about much, to be Maybe honest. That's the issue. Do you think it'll fade out? Like in in what's the next thirty years going to look like? Well, are there any religions that have have kind of phased out besides like small cults and small you know new age religions? Yeah, I don't think Catholicism is going to phase out completely. I think it might. But, <laughs> well, those numbers are staggering. To go from that is to go from thirty three percent of your population to two point seven in like Irish Catholic, that's a term. It was supposed to be the big thing, but yeah, when uh, it was just terrible look after terrible look. I thought that was that's interesting. There's not many jokes to be made. It's just kind of blank. It's just interesting news. Yeah. All right. The next story is we. I mentioned this on last episode. The Laura Buxtons. It was a girl. She was at a fiftieth birthday party. And they let balloons go off in the sky. And she wrote her name on hers and said, uh, if you find this, write back to Laura Buxton. So the girl that wrote back to her was the same age, also named Laura Buxton, lived three hours away. The only trick, because I read like, is this true? All that stuff. The only trick is that the second Laura Buxton didn't find the balloon. Uh, A man in her neighborhood found it and knew she lived there and said, hey, look, it's got your name on it. Thinking it was hers. That yeah, she wrote think, it. yeah, thinking it was hers. Or, or, or no, because it had the other address on it. So maybe, oh. maybe she wrote it from a different address. I don't know, but it wasn't like hand to hand, Laura Bucks and Laura Bucks, and there was a, someone in the middle. But it's still crazy. And now listen to this. So they, they, they wrote back to each other. They called each other. Then they finally met up. When they met up, um, on the day of the meeting, the two girls wore essentially the same outfit: a pink sweater and jeans. I mean, a lot of this is like, yeah, Laura Buxton was a common name, I guess. Buxton's a common surname. Uh, and 10 year old girls are going to have the same fashion and stuff like that in the same area. But it, it is a little weird. A pink sweater and jeans. The girls were the same height, which was unusual because they were both tall for their age. They both had brown hair and wore it in the same style. I saw a picture and it was just like straight down. So that's not pretty silly. They both had three-year-old black Labrador retrievers at home as well as gray pet rabbits. That's they, weird. That's kind of weird, right? That's super weird. I don't they know. They do look alike. They both had, uh, they both brought their guinea pigs, which were the same color and even had the same orange markings on their hind parts to the meeting. That's the weirdest part to me. Like, they just thought, like, hey, you know what? She's going to want to see my guinea pig. Yeah, I should probably bring the guinea pig. She might want to see it. And they show up, and they're like, no way. And that's what they're most amazed about. Like, I brought like, my guinea pig, too. No fucking way. I did, too. That's pretty crazy. It is a crazy story. So are they friends? Like, what's what's going on with it now? Do so they it's still ten- talk? Do they still put balloons in the air with their addresses on them? It's 10 years later, and the mom said, uh, the Laura Buxton that released the balloon is my daughter. She is now 19 years old. The girls are still very good friends and meet up as and when time and commitments allow them. In fact, they are meeting again before they both go to university. We have no idea why this happened, but it did, and out of it has come a wonderful friendship. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty crazy, though. Laura Buxton's. I knew it was a true story. I remembered it partly. Okay, ready? This was the next thing we're doing. 
in 2012, I think, I made a bucket list on my phone. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if I can find out like the first time I edited this. And you have to do some bucket list items now, too. This is my bucket list from 2012 uh, when I was 22 years old. We're now, uh, what, six years out? Seven? It was 2018. This was 2012. Write a novel. Check. Did it. So this had to be my senior year of college, actually, because that's when I wrote that. That wasn't a novel. That was a collection of short stories. That was the second uh, book. The first one was a novel. Oh. Yeah. It's like 200 pages. Mm -hmm. 100 people bought it. Pretty cool. Eat a live animal. And then in parentheses, I put bug, and I... And I check that off. That sucks. I ate a bug at one point. I forget about that. Okay. It's pretty gross, Jimmy. I'm not really sure why that's on your bucket list. This seems like a list of things that you don't really want to do, but just that, you know. What about, you've heard two. One was write a novel. Yeah, but I can already get some impressions on this and it's not going to be pretty. I can tell. All right. What about this one? Use a grappling hook to climb a building. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't think that would be cool? You know what grappling Jimmy, is? Jimmy, you're afraid of heights. Why is this on your bucket list? Oh, shit. I probably wasn't as afraid of heights back then. But grappling hook, you throw it up, it latches onto the building, and then you climb up it. I don't have the arm strength. You're rock climbing now. Maybe you can do that for me. No, I'm not. No. The bucket list is th- are supposed to be things that you want to do that you wouldn't do in your everyday life, like that you have a desire to do. Use a grappling hook. I just have to really train for it. Do you have a desire to do that, though? I think it would be cool if it was part of a burglary or a Pl- or an obstacle course. Okay, obstacle course, that's fine. Um, see a beached whale. What do you got to say about that one? Everyone knows, and you know what I have to say about that one. But I really want to do that. Uh, write a feature film. Oh, I'm, I wrote, I mapped one out, I wrote 30 pages. Kill Nick Proach. Maybe if he's bedridden. Hit a pro athlete in the face with an ice cream cone. What would you add to your bucket list now? Are we not going to address the fact that you wanted to kill Nick Proach? That's part of your bucket list? Well, if he was bedridden and like needed to die, you would have you would have saved me from a fire if I was like a vegetable. I'd just pull the plug on Nick. But why? Hope it comes Once when he's again. really old and on his way out. Okay. All right. Well, that's an interesting list, Jimmy. Um, I've done some sharing. What's your What's on your bucket list for next year or your whole life? Bucket list supposed to be before you die. Kick um, the bucket. I really want to see Scotland. I want to see India, and like the major cities of the world. Like I, I still haven't been to Paris. I've been to Paris or London, which is Paris. silly because I was so close for such a long period of time. Like I should have done it. Um, my bucket list is mostly just going places, but things I do want to try, I do want to try skydiving. I would like to try, I don't know. I haven't really given this much thought, I guess, because I have checked off quite a few things from my bucket list. What have you checked off? Like Burning Man, just places, going places and doing things that aren't scary or, or very crazy, but like things that I've always wanted to do. Have you ever stood up on a moving motorcycle? On the seat? Like, stood up on the seat? Yeah, while it's moving. No. Would you want to? No. I've been on a motorcycle, though. I tried driving one once. Didn't end well. Why don't you put regularly surf one summer? 
<laughs> that's definitely on my bucket list i've been saying i've been wanting to go surfing for so long even i've got like a group of coworkers now that are like yeah let's go surfing i'm like yeah let's make it happen and every time i see them i'm like all right when are we going we haven't gone I've and got now good- i've also got a group of coworkers who like want to come rock climbing with me too nice <laughs> so it's one of those things like with people you work with as much fun as it would actually be to do it you, it's just one of those things where you just say it and yeah. you never actually do it. Yeah. Although I'm game, but it's really hard to organize that. I'm n- I never was uh, like, I would never be, I was never like a big drunk plan, like guy, like, you know, oh dude, we got to do this tomorrow. Those blah, were blah. sober plans for the record. Oh, they sound like drunk plans. Nope. Like, they cause you were drinking happened. with your coworkers last night. No, these were plans that had happened while we were working just waiting around for tables i feel like i was always i was always be like they'd be like oh tomorrow dude let's wake up let's go and i'd just be like no i'm, I'm gonna be hung over <laughs> but everyone loves making drunk plans that they don't fall through it yeah hiking is a big one for me i got a bucket list item for you okay become a masseuse no no you mean get my boyfriend to become a masseuse no i just it's a bucket list item for you for me like on my bucket list is oh. have Katie become a masseuse. Right. And I have the same thing on my bucket list for you. I am a masseuse. Mm. I come from a long line of masseuse, masseuses. Mm. My grandma Lala, big massage lady. <laughs> big massage lady. She's <laughs> not right. big in stature, but no, she's big, big into, into massage. massage. All right. Ready? Ready? Happy headlines. Okay. <clears throat> Katie's happy headlines. I was going to do that. Oh, do it. Oh, you did it for me, so thanks. All right. Hi, guys, and welcome to Katie's Happy Headlines. It's like a whole new segment. I'm like a whole new... Person. Reporter. Yeah. Food truck feeds commuters stuck in 105 freeway gridlock traffic following fatal... What? This is the worst sentence ever. Food truck... So a food truck came, and it fed commuters that were stuck in uh, traffic on 105 following a fatal tanker crash in Hawthorne. So that's kind of like a nice positive spin on something really horrible. Seems very opportunistic. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up, actually. Like someone's... Like, you know, you have... A few miles up, someone's dying in their car after a terrible accident, and you're all stuck in traffic eating, like, tacos off a truck. What are you going to do? I just think, like, it's a great business thing. You have ambulance chasers, you know, for lawyers and, like, uh, news media... Now you have food truck that are ambulance chasers. Oh, it's going to be traffic on 105 in 20 minutes. Looks like they're going to be dead stop. Let's get the food truck there where and make does, a killing. Where does the food truck even just like off to off the shoulder or something? Even I think it was just, in the middle of traffic. They just opened up shop. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. I guess I was picturing something different. Okay, next headline we have: Elephant attacks a farmer, but is saved by his dog. The dog protected its owner despite sustaining an injury below its eye until the elephant backed off. These aren't headlines; these are full description. Like this is yeah, this a, is it. It's a hefty headline. <laughs> That's the whole article. <laughs> All right, cool. Good job, dog. No, but not good job, dog, because. What if the guy deserved the attack from the elephant? What if the guy was being really rude to the elephant or abusive? Uh, Even if it's wrong-sided, I respect loyalty. All right. Thanks for that input, Jimmy. Jimbo. Um, I sang opera while surgeons removed my brain tumor. Counter headline. Our patient fucking sang opera the whole time we were working. (laughs) 
idiot. <laughs> Sang terrible opera. <laughs> please stop with the opera. We're trying to remove a brain tumor. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need to focus, man. Please shut the hell up. <laughs> I don't think that she was choosing to sing opera. I have a feeling like they were probably messing with some part of her brain that triggered that response. I don't think so. I think so. That's my guess. Okay, good guess. That's how I interpreted it. That's how I pictured it. That's what I'm going to go with. All right, nice. So the brain does some crazy things. All right. Doctor said this Iowa baby wouldn't make it, but look at Matthew the Great now. Look at him. I don't have a picture of him. It's just headlines here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing he made it. Now I really want to know what he looks like. Just just headlines. I know. It's just headlines. This is a terrible segment. But what if even the actual news article didn't didn't put a picture of him in? I don't know. That would be really frustrating. All right. Uh, An amazing tale of a runner and and human baby. (laughs) Say that one again. Say that one again. Again. An, ama- an amazing tale. Of a- <laughs> this got you good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> an amazing tale of a runner and human being. Nice. <laughs> As opposed to what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just headlines here, so I wish <laughs> I knew what the tale was. <laughs> I wish I knew what the tale was. I'm actually not that into it. I love this segment. All right, let's move on to indulgences. Before you disperse. Seen any good movies lately? I would uh, beg your indulgence for a moment. Oh, before we get into indulgences, or maybe this can be part of indulgences, I'd love to hear some feedback. I'm thinking more and more now about the podcast that you were going to produce for me. Um... And I talked to my coworkers more about it too, and they thought it was a really fun idea. They thought it was a good idea and that they'd be interested in doing it. Um, and then I had also, in the shower today, while I was sitting in the shower, depressed and hungover, I had a thought, which also stemmed from my dream last night. It's getting wild. Shower <laughs> thoughts into dreams. Yeah. Anyway. Hangover thoughts. It's a real, I'm taking you for a ride here. Long story short. There's a thing that happens when you when you work in a restaurant or when you're a waiter, you end up having these nightmares on a regular uh, basis about being in the restaurant. Tetris effect. And it's. Do you know that's what that's called? Mm-mm. It's called the Tetris effect, and studies showed that if you spent when Tetris first came out, if you spent your full day like playing Tetris, you would dream in Tetris. Oh, so that. So like yes. you dream in what you spend. So when I, I video edit, sometimes I dream in like the keyboard clicks and the mouse clicks and like dragging and cutting audio. So you're doing the same with it makes lighting. sense. Yeah. Um, that's so funny that it, it's called Tetris Effect. I actually used to when I was like in middle school, I played solitaire on my phone like four, 12 hours out of the day. And I ended up having dreams about solitaire. Yeah. Like, bef- yeah. Anyway, so you, when you serve tables, you have dreams about serving tables. And like, it's different every time. Some people, it's just like running around the restaurant, not knowing what to do. Some people, it's being late to work or forgetting your clothes and being showing up to work naked. For me, it's I get to my tables and they're speaking a language I don't know, which is any language other than English. 
<laughs> so that what, what happens when you do that? So in the dream, I'll come up to take their orders, and they'll—it's weird. It's like a a mix between English and some other language. They'll be ordering food, and be like, "I'd like to get that," and then they just go into a completely different language. And then I'd be standing there, panicked, not knowing how to take their order just not knowing what to do but I also can't get the nerve to like walk away and be like I'm gonna get someone else to help you and it's just the most dreaded feeling so anyways I thought that'd be an interesting segment on our on the podcast um about just like people's people serving nightmares (laughs) Katie wants to make a podcast that she hosts that I don't talk on uh I don't know why I said it like that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really it's weird just a way description. It's not that's that right. I don't want you to. No, I don't I want to. Talk, don't. I don't want to talk on it. I want it to be your thing, where she talks about w- waiting and um, there's all these funny stories. Service industry, service not industry. just waiting. Service industry, and the, the service industry, and has like roving guests or co-hosts, and also there's like collections of crazy stories uh in the in in restaurants that happen so we found like you know forums where people post those and you could chat about those and stuff like that so hey maybe there's some people listening that have a funny interesting story from being in the service industry and i'm sure there's you still want to do that i thought you uh, i thought you canceled it no i i'm still thinking about it i need to get a little more organized i it would have to be one of those things where like if something ha- I have to sit down on my break or at the end of the night and write down things that happened that I would want to talk about. Cause I've otherwise like, it's like this podcast is my input is ridiculous. Cause I know it's just me rambling. I don't want to do that for that one. You want to be what I do for this one. Yes. Find all the stories and curate. Everything. Yes. So any input or, uh, you want to vote yes or no if I should do this? If you want to veto it? Fuck them. Don't give them a say in what you do. <laughs> Whoa, that's rude. I, I Thank you very much for listening. I really, really appreciate <laughs> it. To the, I, I'm not going to allow you to vote on what Katie does. If you want to do that, just do it. And if people listen, don't, don't listen. Thing. I don't, that's I how don't I live know life. enough. I don't, I don't feel strongly enough that I, that I want. Like I want. I don't know. Yeah, all right. All right, fuck it. Don't vote, I guess. Yeah, you don't get a vote. But do secretly um, vote. You, yeah, you can don't email get a me. Vote. Well, only vote if you're going to vote yes, because if you're going to ruin her confidence going in, I'm going to fight you. Um, indulgences. Indulgences, yes. Uh, I'm still watching Parks and Rec. <sighs> That's I all. I just got... Oh, I've been rock climbing a lot. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot. Once a week. We need to start playing tennis more. We need to get back into tennis. But I just got new rock climbing shoes. I'm really excited about that. Okay, your indulgences, your turn. I don't have many. I'm still reading. Uh, I'm reading my book. Remember last week I said I bought a book because mm-hmm. I had to wait for my massage and I wanted you to hold me to it to make sure I read. So I've read a chapter a day since I bought it. I used to read all the time. I stopped reading. It's about the Wild West. Oh, yeah. I, I like this. I like hearing you talk about this one. You like when I tell jobs. you stories about it? Yeah. Oh, should I tell the interesting story about Wyatt Earp's brother? Mm, maybe save it for your uh, last from the past. That seems more appropriate. I'd also really like to go take a nap before work. No, and then I've been watching <laughs> Civil War by Ken I love Burns. You. I've been I watching, love your stories. Uh, I've been watching Civil War by Ken Burns documentary because Last from the Past is going to do a whole ten episodes on the Civil War. So I'm looking for fun stories. But Ken Burns, if you're into documentaries, go watch Ken Burns documentary. They're awesome. Katie, you only watch Parks and Rec. I'm a one show kind of gal. I think that's my my thing. I've said that multiple times on this podcast now. All right. Well, that is the end of just talking. 
thank Katie for coming on. You said you wanted to go nap, so I'm, cl- I'm closing oh, the show now. That was just such an abrupt close. Yeah, okay. All right, guys, it's time for me to go take a nap. I'm hungover as hell. Do, do, you, have a, do you have a song? Um. Wow. Well, <laughs> long pause. Okay, let's do West Virginia. Take me home. Country Roads? Country Roads, whatever it's called. Why? Why are you doing that? <laughs> I don't know, because I was singing it last night. I was thinking about it last night. And it's a great song, and everyone loves it. Okay, here's Country Roads. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that was... That was <laughs> I really pulled that one out of, out yeah. of my ass. Here we go. Country Roads by John Denver. <laughs> Enjoy. Do you oh. want me to sing along? Uh, try your hardest. Do your best. Katie? Don't drink alcohol, kids. I'm glad you wrote kids at the end of that. <laughs> said it. All right, here's Take Me Home, Country Roads by John Denver. Katie's Choice. It's <laughs> 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 a great song. She's dancing. Now she's playing the guitar. Oh, it's a banjo? You know why West Virginia became West Virginia? Because they didn't want to be a part of the South for the Civil War. Boom. History. South, you suck. Just kidding. I actually really like the South, but in the Civil War, in that era, the South really sucked. Bad guys, right? Bad guys. Bad choices were made. Yeah. See ya. All right. Bye.